Thank you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast, and thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture, and these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. In a graduation speech to a group of graduates, Steve Jobs told a story about connecting dots. He told the graduates, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. You have to trust that the dots will connect in your future. Believing the dots will connect down the road gives you the confidence to follow your heart, even when it leads you down a well-worn path. Steve Jobs asked us to have courage and to trust our belief systems. On our last episode, Nanette Johnston credited her success to having courage. She also talked about how difficult this can be for leaders, and it's something we seldom talk about. The dictionary definition of courage is the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc., without fear. Ironically, the word courage derives from the Latin core, which means heart. As Nanette suggested and Bill George found in his research, courage is the quality that distinguishes great leaders from excellent managers. Bill George is senior fellow at Harvard Business School, former chair and CEO of Medtronic, and author of Discover Your True North. He wrote an article in Forbes magazine, well worth reading, called Courage, the Defining Characteristics of Leaders. Over the past decade, he's worked with and studied more than 200 CEOs of major companies through board service, consulting, and research. He found the defining characteristics of the best is courage to make bold moves that transform their businesses. Here's what Bill George summarizes in the Forbes article. Courageous leaders take risk that go against the grain of their organizations. They make decisions with the potential for revolutionary change in their markets. Their boldness inspires their teams, energizes customers, and positions their companies as leaders in societal change. He goes on to say courageous leaders lead with principles, their true north, that guide them when pressure mounts. They don't shirk bold actions because they fear failure. They don't need external adulation, nor do they shrink from facing criticism. Courage is neither an intellectual quality, nor can it be taught in the classroom. It can only be gained through multiple experiences involving personal risk-taking. Courage comes from the heart. As Buddhist monk Nat Hans once said, the longest journey you'll ever take is the 18 inches from your head to your heart. This study and Bill George's learnings from the CEOs help us see that courage comes from the heart. Bill George also learned why some leaders lack courage. When CEOs focus too much on managing to hit their numbers, they avoid making risky decisions that may make them look bad in the eyes of peers and external critics. Often they avoid major decisions because they fear failure. We've all been there. We failed to decide because we feared a possible loss, not hitting a goal or not being seen in a positive light by others. 
We've lacked the courage to face our discomforts to make different decisions. In his book, Personal Development for Smart People, Steve Polina writes the following paragraph about courage. Courage is the principle that combines love and power. The power element is perhaps the more obvious of the two. When we think of courage, we imagine someone taking bold actions and action is an expression of power. However, the love component of courage is equally important. Love is the motivational force behind courage. It's our deepest connections that inspire us to be courageous in the first place. Courage is the application of power to break through short-term challenges in order to achieve long-term goals. Courage is an essential element of conscious living because it enables us to choose long-term gain in the face of short-term obstacles. Without sufficient courage, your default behavior will be to play it safe by favoring false security over purposeful action. Let's think about how what Steve Pavlina writes plays out in our work environments when we are asked to lead. We will face obstacles. Without courage, we may play it safe, hoping the tides will change in a favorable direction. When I was on site several months ago, I worked with a leader who wanted to set her goal at a comfortable level so that she could achieve it. We talked about setting the goal higher. She was respected at the organization and had a reputation over many years of being successful. The organization needed a push to get to the next level, and her work influenced this next level. We worked through her discomfort to reach higher. Why? Because she had the right heart behind the path she was leading. If this leader did not change, here's what could have occurred. The goals start trending down. The team has been doing the same thing for a long time and getting no positive headway. The results continue trending down. The leader knows that it is risky to change the current approach. Her team resists change and she will have to be hands-on and all-in. It may require something new from her as a leader, something she's never done before. She feels uncomfortable. She's thinking, if I take this step and fail, I may lose my leadership job. People will see my failures, and my relationship with my team will change. She continues the current path, and results continue to trend down. She's convinced that her path is the right one because she's a team player. It's not her fault that the results are declining. She continues to rationalize that she works hard and long hours. She's done her part. Others are not stepping up to the plate. In this situation, the leader is more concerned about keeping her position and perceived reputation than doing what is right for her team and having the courage to make a change. Sometimes this same thing occurs with politicians. We see it time and again. Elected officials shy away from decisions that put them in an uncomfortable position. They make decisions to get votes rather than decisions to do the right thing that connects to guiding principles in life. Here's the difficult news as inactions like these occur. When we disconnect from who we are, we become cowards. We are fearful. We grow as people when we turn away from our fears and face them head on. By doing so, we rely on our true self. Our true self follows a path 
with heart. In the teachings of Don Juan, Carlos Castaneda captures how we can make decisions to have courage or follow our heart. He writes, Therefore, you must keep in mind that a path is only a path. If you feel you should not follow it, you must not stay with it under any conditions. Does this path have a heart? If it does, the path is good. If it doesn't, the path is of no use. Both paths lead nowhere, but one has a heart, the other doesn't. One makes for a joyful journey as long as you follow it. You are one with it. The other will make you curse your life. One makes you strong, the other weakens you. What do we do when we are on the wrong path? We take a step to get off the road we're on. We have the courage to stop and begin exploring a right path because we can't begin searching while we remain committed to the wrong one. That's what makes this action so difficult. We have to make a change when we do. We find the courage within ourselves. That courage comes from us connecting or reconnecting with our hearts. Simply exercising our courage makes us feel alive. As leaders, our employees know if we are alive, existing or dying a slow death in our jobs. Years ago in my late 20s, I found myself feeling sadness and despair. I was completing my doctoral program in Tallahassee and trying to balance my life at home in Pensacola. I was living two worlds and having to meet expectations in both. To get away from everyday life, I traveled to the bookstore, which was one of my favorite things to do. At that time, the way we selected books was by going to the bookstore and traveling down the aisles and picking a book. I came across several books that focused on having a path with heart. The books leaped out to me from the shelf. The words in these books gave me a sense of strength. The words helped me find the courage to take the right path. As I reflected on the net's connection to courage and leadership, it took me back 30 years. The teaching is timeless. My interview with the net about courage inspired me to take a moment to reflect on the past 30 years with the majority of those being a leader. I've made my fair share of mistakes. And even so, since that moment in my late 20s, I've been committed to travel a path with heart. I don't want to feel despair like I felt in my 20s when my life path was beginning. Fortunately, I had courage to move to a path with heart. To remind me, I have two trinkets on my shelf. I was born on August 8th in Amelio. One trinket is a lion cub, and the other is a powerful lion. They remind me that both the cub and the lion have a heart, yet one has more courage than the other. I was brought into this world as a cub. That world feels secure, warm, and protected. To travel a path with heart, I had to transform from a cub to a lion in my late 20s. At times, my actions resemble those of a cub. I've learned to quickly turn that cub back into a lion, and sometimes that's difficult to do. We never outgrow the challenges and difficulties of the cub and the lion. When it becomes difficult, we ask the question, does this path have a heart? If the answer is yes, we know we're on the right path. To be the best leader, We live life as a lion who has a heart feeding courage 
to our daily life. In our work, we need to lead with courage. Some of the most extraordinary leaders do. Does the path you are traveling have a heart? Take time this week to answer this question. If your answer is yes, keep going. If your answer is no, you'll know it. Ask yourself how you know and what you need to do to find a new path. Taking the first step off the wrong path is the first way to exercise courage. When Nanette Johnston talked about having courage, I learned why I have a deep respect for Nanette. She has courage because she follows a path with heart. New executive school leaders in Kentucky feel lucky to have Nanette as their mentor because she instills the way of living in them. She does the same for me. I have the honor of being the executive leader where Nanette works. I'm grateful to her. Like Nanette, I hope you choose a path with heart. Having courage is part of being an extraordinary leader. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you next week as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.